everyone. It is Jason alongside Wyatt. How are you, bud? We are great. This is uh, our wrap-up show for RetroCon 2019. Absolutely. Happened this past weekend, September 14th and 15th at the, what is it, the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center. That's right. I should know it by now. but In Oaks, PA. Yeah. Outside of Philly. Yep. Our territory. Well, Pennsylvania, that is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was a good time. We, uh, I decided to use, for if you're listening to the podcast version of this, decided to use a little Huey Lewis to intro us. Just based on our experience, which was we threw in a greatest hit CD as we're driving up the road to PA. So yeah, I was actually a little fearful of this. Uh, I was telling Jason on the ride up, I had bought a similar one where the video was actually embedded with the CD, and went to go DJing through the CD in my CD player and dead air, <laughs> nothing. So I was afraid that I bought one of those, and luckily I didn't. This was. Man, we just listened to it on the way up and on the way back. It was yeah. that good. Yeah. A lot of great hits. There's 21 songs. It sounds like we're doing a commercial for Huey Lewis. <laughs> right but That's the, okay. <laughs> it was, I mean, just about all of them were great. I think there was like one or two I didn't actually recognize, but the rest were like, geez, I should have bought this 10, 15 years sooner. Yeah. Yeah. You can't go wrong with Huey Lewis, especially on a retro weekend. No. But- not yeah, we, uh, we this has been a tradition for us four out of the last five years, and uh, Wyatt's up there in Maryland. I'm in Alabama, and I've been, you know, usually begged the wife to get away for the weekend, and I'll fly up. This time I flew up on Friday into uh, Ronald Reagan Airport. I've, I was loving the, the temperature change going from, it was 103 here today, Jeez. and it's just insanely hot and at <laughs> ronald reagan they let you off right there at the tarmac and you collect your bags and get on a bus and they bus you to the terminal but so we're standing there on the tarmac and oh my gosh it was like 67 degrees or something the wind was blowing on friday morning and uh, i just kind of I'll, I'll just take your time with the bags that's fine i'll be just <laughs> fine it was a nice little reprieve and cooling off at night too, you know, while we're up there. Oh my gosh, I just missed that weather. We just have no sign of fall yet here in the South, but yeah. So we, uh, I got up there Friday and this year we got up early Saturday morning and decided to, to get to the show at the early start time, which was nine o'clock. And then we went to the, uh, after going to the show all day, we went to the Cybertronic Spree concert and went back on Sunday and also had a little excursion after the show on Sunday. So we made a true weekend of the whole, oh, yes. the whole experience and, and then soaked it all in, took, uh, I, I think, uh, I can't remember what our album, photo album was up to. I think it was over 200 pictures really? um, wow. <laughs> and videos. So took a lot of pictures, uh, took some videos during the show and mainly at the, at the concert. I'm going to try to string those together for a little experience there like I did last year, but man, it, it's, it's a whirlwind of, a experience. It goes by so quick. I, it's so, I highly anticipated the whole year just waiting for it to come and come and boom, it's gone like that. It seems like. But it was a great time this year. 
It was, you know, like Jason said, we, I, I don't get too hyped up on it throughout the year. Um, it's usually a couple days before that I'm like, oh, now I can get excited. Yeah, this is <laughs> just family and so forth, I guess, is one of the reasons why. I never know if uh, it's a last minute, uh, sorry, uh, uh, you got to stay home for a minute, you know. But no, it's it was fabulous going up there. There's actually decent weather even for me. We've been up in the high 80s, 90s, which Jason says that's like probably Siberia. But, you know, <laughs> for us, that was sweltering for us. So we got a little reprieve on our end as well. But going through the booths, we we were, we'd say booths, is really tables. Just incredible amount. There was a line. I think there's the this was the first year we actually had an actual line to get in early. And that was worth it, though, because we yeah. had a fun little experience while we're waiting in line. And That's right. We get to see Ecto-1 pull in, <laughs> pseudo movie style. That a guy was kind of racing it, you know, cornering like like you see on Ecto-1, kind of cornering. Yeah. And then he does a little hard stop, but just a little tiny chirp, and that was it. The siren is blaring, <laughs> which was awesome because it's in the distance. So you hear, like, it's Ecto-1. The comical part was I actually had to double check my phone because that's my wife's ringtone. So <laughs> I want to make sure that was not her. I'm like, I, no, that's distant. It's not the phone. It's distant. And here it comes around the corner and straight and towards us. Yeah, it was, it was great. And it was neat. Just obviously they were running a little late and he ran in to see where to park the thing inside basically. But he kept the siren going as he went inside mm -hmm. and he had a little interaction with the crowd there, a couple kids or something. Anybody seen any ghosts? I think he said, or something like that. And the sirens going and going, you know, of course nobody there is going to complain about a loud siren nope. from Ecto one in a, in a line to RetroCon. But, uh, in the movie, you know, when it powers down, you get that real, you know, yep. it really wars down and it did that. And I was impressed just the they got the, you know, the siren tone, right. And then the fact that it did that as well was, was pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, once was, we got in there, I mean, we met Bill Ferris from matchracker.com. Mm -hmm. We just kind of ushered our way in once we got through the door, you know, and, and, went through and obviously we're welcomed by the big elf like usual and, uh, <laughs> right the one that's always not for sale i'm not housebroken i eat cats i think <laughs> right. it's a sign that he puts on them that's right yeah i think they have a table for him too there the mm -hmm. the host of the bro show uh i believe is their name yeah that hosts the trivia contest and they also did the he also did the t-shirt contest this year he's always a presence there Right. Helping out at the at the front too, checking people in and stuff. But yeah, uh, I just went right for the tables this year. There was no muttering about. There was no you want to go here or there or whatever. I just boom, and right around the corner last year. So I had my Stranger Things vest on, and I was thinking about getting a Dustin hat, and I didn't. And I actually found a annoyed hat that I wore throughout the con and right there that first table on the right was all the trucker hats they were yep. back and they went off on it this year it looked like they were printing maybe on older hats or something but everything the, the first one that stuck out to me was the pizza hut the old pizza hut logo 
and there was just a smattering of old logos and and trucker hats. It was great. Uh, did not buy one. I, I was thinking about it, and I meant to circle back at the end, but my uh, my budget was probably gone by then. <laughs> I actually stretched it a little bit this year. I only went to the ATM one time. But <laughs> <laughs> I went for I definitely went for quantity over the the high dollar items this year. So it was a it was a great time to just I, I don't know I don't know what it is about. Well, I, I guess part of the reason is it's just us and we can go at our own pace. We don't have people rushing us or we don't have a certain time. You, you lose track of time in RetroCon because <laughs> you're just you going from table to table and you don't know what time it is. But uh, it just that, that feeling that uh, you get when you just kind of browsing, trying to dissect every little thing that they have there and, and find those little gems. So many th- good things this year. Yeah, what did you take away as far as just kind of the overall merchandise? Was there a certain certain toy line or something that stuck out to you? There was a lot of that you hadn't seen before, or what kind of stuck out to you? I think there was a lot more Transformer and even Mask really presence. Voltron mm-hmm. as well. There's a lot more Voltron. A lot of the originals, well, I say a lot. There was a few originals there. Some of the newer model-ish, I'll call it, the retro uh, rebirthed mm-hmm. Voltrons were there. Um, there was a, a couple more freestyle guys, I'll call it. What I mean is they weren't the typical basically selling their old stuff. Mm-hmm. They're selling the new, you know, fresh stuff that just happens to be 80s inspired. Right. Uh, whether it's the, the uh, I don't know what they're called, but the, the melded plastic pixel looking things like coasters or or keychains. Oh, yeah. yeah. She was there. There was a uh someone that imprinted copper for signs and so forth. There was I think the quilt lady was there, a quilt person was there. The booth that always gets me is the the arcade marquees. The, yes. the guy that has the light I want to take all of them home and I have no place to put them. Oh my god. I'm just I get so overwhelmed with that. I'm I'm in awe because there's so many that I want and yep. I'm like if I start buying well, first of all, I can't fit one of those in my luggage <laughs> for flying back. And I was a little concerned this year anyway. TSA was going to stop me and be like, dude, what's up with the toys? <laughs> and have to like pick apart all the toys. But um, that marquee place, oh, they're so great. And, you know, like you said, there's so many you want to just take home with you. And I, I get overwhelmed by that. And then I'm like, next year. Next year I'll get one. Because <laughs> I think they've been there every year that they we've have. gone. The one that I keep wanting to get the magnets. Just oh, yeah, for the sheer great. thing that it's simple. You can throw it on the, the, the fridge and it doesn't take up near as much space as yeah. one of the legit actual arcade signs. You know, takes up space whether it's on a wall or, mm-hmm. or what have you. There's a couple different uh, booths that had magnets of all types and even stickers to a certain extent. Oh, there you go. Yeah, we've got tons of pictures here, but yeah, those, just, those this signs. This guy is awesome. And the magnets are usually on this left hand side. He has every one of them plus what I call a few extras. Uh, more so on the on the magnet size, like the Three Stooges. There really was no Three Stooges arcade game, so 
but of course, Jason had to find his heavy barrel. Oh, heavy barrel. (laughs) You will be mine. Oh, yes, you will be mine. I'll give you a moment there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, there's more beyond heavy barrel, but uh, yeah, I always have to take a picture of that because that was one of my favorite games. And they have, they make them in the light boxes too. Those are the ones that are up on the wall, but then just down on the table where you were showing, they're just the flat and most of them are like plexiglass. They're not the actual like glass uh, marquee, but they're see-through enough that you could put a light behind it and it would, you know, glow like it would in the actual cabinet game. There you go. Um, Right there. You can see it all there. Yeah. Then he has some other stuff like, here on the right, you see Batman and what looks like Ghostbusters over here. So mm-hmm. he does all types of other things as well. But you can tell the the favorite seems to be the arcade lights. Yes. Uh, Pack, Pack Rats, I, I think is the name of that place. P-A-C-R-A-T-S dot com. If you want to check them out. Cheap plug. But... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so there's a just lot the, more of uh, Pee Wee Herman stuff. You know, it's you don't really see a lot any anyway. You might see one thing if you're lucky. Uh, the past retro cons, we saw a couple of the dolls. There was a the place that was there. Mm-hmm. There was a watch. Um, I still didn't get the action figure. I was going to get that one, but it was a little bit beat up for me. Yeah, so I I passed on it, but it was in like the three dollar bin, and I was like, whoa. Uh, maybe, uh, well, his clothes are all ripped up. Looks like, uh, you know, Randy got a hold of him and beat him up, but (laughs) yeah, there was some, there was some good stuff there. We find, you know, last year when we went, there's always the board game guy and he's got just a slew of board games there for sale vintage. And, you know, like you said, you're, we're always looking for fireball Island. Do you have a fireball Island? They actually had a vintage one there set out. What was the price tag on it? Four hundred. Yeah, four hundred dollars for the original. Yeah, right. But there were several booths there that had the 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 game that we bought the the revised game that was out on the Kickstarter there. They um, did. Some were very marked up. If you notice, there was a few that were marked up. There was one that was the that was actually the right price, seventy dollars, which is what we paid for ours. Mm-hmm. Uh, including shipping. And yeah, that same booth I think had the three expansions, expansions and you could get them all for like 125 or something. But yeah. that was a pretty good deal actually. But uh yeah, so I thought that was fun that they had the the vintage Fireball Island board set up mm-hmm. there for everybody to ooh and ah at. That was like the perfect way to suck me into that booth. <laughs> <laughs> Just to look at the old board, you know. Right. But yeah, just for, and for the people that don't go, uh, you know, it's mainly these booths, tables of, you know, toys. I think 225 tables is what, yep. That's or, what's or booths or whatever you want to call it that are there. You've got just several rows of those. There's one row on the side. And they give you a little snack bar. Uh, in the very back is your panel area where they do all the, the panels and the contests and, and things like that. You got this small area, oh, it's a decent size, I'll say, of free play arcade games. And it's the ones that are, I think, people build 
where there's multiple, multiple games in there. And then as Wyatt's showing there, you have on the back wall all the guests that were there. Right. And uh, I'm trying to see who all was in that picture. I think Melendi Britt was in that picture. Right here. Uh, Hacksaw was out at lunch. No, he was right here. Oh, he is right there staring at you, huh? Yeah, I was taking a quick, not not <laughs> autographed, no selfie picture for free. Yeah, uh, they were wanting too much money. I to call it cheap, call it what you will. But well, ever it, since we went to to see Doug, and even I think I, I think the 2017 trip we made, they were ten dollars mm-hmm. here and there, but they were policing it a little bit more. After that, it, it's like they can make more money. So you yeah. got, she's making twenty. I can't remember what he was making. I think. Gil wanted forty dollars for just uh, a, an autograph. I think an autograph. Yeah, yeah. But this is uh, Jill Gerard from uh, Buck Rogers, and then Felix. Felix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he. You can see the little the little guy, but he was he was in a lot of stuff. I mean, see if it yeah. zooms in for you. Right there, you can see he was part of the Buck Rogers. He was also one of the Ewoks from Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So it's just awesome yeah. what they have there uh then they had this artist that we swore if it wasn't one of the original artists for transformers the original g1 transformers he was a good artist to copycat it because it, <laughs> it was legit yeah i i think he was part of that because it was that imagery you'll see with the cards with the boxes the uh i guess we call box art and and some of that from the g1 era and then Robbie Wrist was back there. The guys from the Toy Galaxy YouTube channel was there. The Angry Video Game Nerd was there. Hey, there's me and Dean. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 this is the only picture I can seem to find, but I'm I'm illustrating the tables and how they're set up. This is what along the, I'll call it the fairway, thoroughfare uh-huh. here. Uh, you'd see they're just like three or four tables, another three or four tables of vendors. Yeah. Wares. Yeah, it's just it's a it's a great setup and it can be a bit overwhelming <laughs> at times, but it was also fun. And if you go out to my Twitter, RD80s, you'll see just a slew of tweets I was putting out there Saturday and Sunday of stuff I was finding. Stuff we probably won't mention too much tonight because we do want to get into some of the stuff that we bought as well. But that was yeah, Saturday was great. Um Went the whole day, <laughs> stopped and had lunch with Bill over at Jersey Mike's, and uh, he had to leave a little bit early, but it was still fun. I love hanging out with him uh, each time, and we go, and we're all you know mask people, so he's looking for mask stuff, and I'm not necessarily looking in particular for mask stuff because I have a lot in my collection myself, but he's got that eye, and... We turned the corner on that first row. We didn't even turn a corner. He was he'd already spotted it on the floor. It oh, it was row. in that first row? Yeah. The he very saw, end. Yeah, there. he saw what looked like the uh, the volcano uh, box. Well, yeah, he bought the volcano box for for that toy, but I was talking about the he thought it was the bed sheets, I think. Oh, that's right. That, yeah, he did turn a corner there. Yeah. And then he looked a little closer. It wasn't the bed sheets because he already has the bed sheets on his bed <laughs> and the curtains or whatever. He he saw the comforter, the comforter that went with the the sheet set. 
And so he picked that up for 15 bucks, I think, or something. It was something cheap. Yeah. Well, that, that was cheap to me, but, uh, so now he's got like the complete bedroom set for mask <laughs> in his office. It's great. Uh, we'll ha- have him, uh, we'll direct you over to his YouTube channel, Matt Tracker, uh, YouTube channel. Cause I'm sure he'll be talking about that. And maybe we'll get a chance to, uh, to chat with him as well. But yeah, that was great. Actually, I think he'd already has a video up of his, uh, retrocon experience. Yeah. And here's the comforter <laughs> yep, right here with his dog. <laughs> just put a picture up today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he said it I thought he said he had his box up too, but I didn't quite see it. It's in the video. He, he I think he shows it in his uh, YouTube channel video there. But there's, there's yeah. the there. <laughs> he yeah. can spot ma- that mask logo like nobody's business. Oh, he can. He he will find it and, and just <laughs> Own right into it. Boop, there it is. You know. Yeah. So that but was yeah. fun. Uh, it was so great going to this. I, like I said, I don't really anticipate it all year long. Jason, about three or four months out, he's like, okay, can I buy my tickets? Or what's going on? Can I buy my tickets? And <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know. Let's see. Three, uh, like six anything months. anticipated that I didn't foresee, wifey? And, <laughs> yeah. Any trips to Disney World? Nope. Okay, we're good to go. Uh, it's usually about something else. It's usually not that <laughs> family related. But uh, but yeah, we'll we'll do it. And then he's like, okay, I'm I'm gonna sp- get it. And then we're like, do we do one or two days? And then we try to work work it out. Nonetheless, it was a great time. Like I said, we went through tons and tons and tons of yeah. tables and items and yeah. And we finally made the decision to do two days this year. Last year we. Broke off early, went up to our hometown, and that's when we filmed uh, Memory Jogger, the movie mm-hmm. that we put together, showcasing some of our uh, old places growing up and, and everything in our hometown. That was really fun. But this year was like, okay, well, we're going to do two days. Well, by that time, the the concert tickets were dwindling for Cybertronic Spree. So we said, well, if we're going to do both days and stay over, we might as well try to go to the concert again. That's right. Because we went to the first one which was uh, two years ago. And then uh, I messaged Tony. He managed to secure some tickets for me and for us. And uh, we went uh, Saturday night to the show, which is basically just across the street from RetroCon at the, they call it the water tower, but it's uh, Arnold's family center or something like that. Uh, It's just one big, huge (laughs) complex of bowling alley, bar, video games or arcade rather uh uh-huh. the other opposite end there's like an indoor i think it's an indoor go-kart track yeah uh maybe a foosball or or ice hockey or some kind of tables are back there i, I never got past those set of doors yeah but um but yeah got the in the middle, stage in the middle of the, the the two bowling alleys which is funny because i'm watching the videos i'm hearing the the bowling pins hit <laughs> in the background and oh, even yeah. the band is chuckling at some of those sounds as they're in the middle of the show. Right. And it, it they're they're little concert areas to me too small. <laughs> yeah, for, it's for standing it room is. only. It it yeah. is. It's standing room only, so the kids go up on the shoulders of the parents <laughs> with their uh you know, headset on. Yeah, it, I felt bad. Is... I had a I had a shorter girl right behind me. I, I say girl, she was really a woman. And here I am with the camera up above and, you know, I'm already in her way and I'm sure I'm like a billboard to her with that. 
<laughs> I kept asking her, am I in your way? Can, you, you can shift around me so you can see. She's like, no. The next thing I see her, you know, I'm, I'm checking her. She's like, whatever. You know, just <laughs> Wasn't but, um, too much into it, but there was definitely some people into it. That was the, the concert was really fun. I posted, uh, well, you posted uh, several of the videos and I shared mm -hmm. them uh, along the way. And also this year, since my, uh, I had a guy in front of me that was filming a lot, so I didn't get a chance to to do many videos myself or just mainly take pictures. I decided I'm going to put just jot down the set list, and I put that up on Twitter too. It's it was such a unique set list. Oh, yeah. It was the first one, but for the first time around. But uh, even this year, they've added uh, they've added actually one new original song that they mm -hmm. wrote. I think it was called Wheels of Fire. Yes. So I wish I, I, you got a good bit of that one. I'm, I'm sure there's plans to, to get some videos up on YouTube or something soon for everybody to hear it. It was a great song. It sounded like it f just fit perfectly with the, the Transformers soundtrack, that 80s rock. It was just a very, a very cool song to put in the mix. And, and they got that, they, they got it down pat. I don't know how they are able to function. <laughs> with that foam board or whatever their suit is really made of. But I would be, you know, I'd be, you know, I'm, like I said, they're, they're, they're fabulous how they're able to function around with everything in the way. Yeah. Although this time around they had microphone cable problems. They kept crossing. Well, they crossing even said, the crossing the streams. Don't cross the streams. <laughs> so they were having just issues tangling up. I think every other time that they had to switch between hot rod and RC yeah, uh, but it was fun. You know, they had some comedy in them. You know, um, they added Soundwave and you know Hot Rod. Okay, he would say Soundwave, Mission, Operation, Hold My Base. You know, it was <laughs> hilarious. It was just a riot to watch. To yeah, watch them. But man, they had it. They really had everything going on with the entire, the whole entire set. That's the best way to put it. the entire yeah. set. Was just spot on. Yeah, it was the set list was great. They they add, of course, you're going to get all the Transformer soundtrack songs, but they added uh, like Fire in the Disco, uh, the Immigrant song from Led Zeppelin. They uh, in the encore, my favorite performance of the night was they did Don't You Forget About Me in the encore, the first song in that. That was really great. So they add in some of the the popular songs of the time, and it's it's fun. I think they always, well, always we've we've seen them twice. But when they do the touch, which is like the you know pinnacle song of the night, they always outro it or segue it into Guns N' Roses' "November yes. Rain," like the yep. the uh, the end part of "November Rain," the reprise, I guess you'll say. And they go into that, and you could see because they I even asked people at the beginning who's been to a Cybertronics pre concert before, or who hasn't been to one. Right. And I felt like half the people raised their hands. And when they bust into that November rain, and Unicron is is laying down that that lick, people are just going crazy, man. And it's just interesting how the way they fuse songs together, even throughout the show. There's a, there's a couple other times where they do that, and you, they start playing something. You're not quite sure what it is, and then it gets into whatever 
song. Oh, okay. I know where we're at now. <laughs> right. <laughs> but man, it's just such a great show. I think they're going to be in Arkansas uh, later this year. I'm going to look that up really quick because they're based out of Canada. And so they don't get to the States much, but they're, if you get a chance to see them, it's yeah, worth the drive, uh, worth September the... September 20th, they'll be in Hot Springs, Arkansas, at the at the SpaCon. There you go. Then October 4th and 5th, they'll be in New York City. The Mercury Lounge. They're both sold out already. So Wow. That's, uh, that's crazy. I see that. So, yeah, so they're adding some dates now, then, in the States, which is great. Because everybody needs to get to to see them. It's just a a show you'll unlike any other you'll mm-hmm. see. The, mainly the songs, uh, right? All that old school cartoon themes and the Transformer soundtrack. It's great, totally Let's great. Let's get to what we actually got. <laughs> okay, yes, yeah. We've we've waited long enough because, like I said, this year I've bought some high dollar items there before. Um, trying to remember what maybe the the most <laughs> the most uh, money I've put into one item since I've been there but this year it capped I think at $25 and that was the, that Sergeant Slaughter figure the mail away figure and the reason why I had to buy that was I found a triple T tank for 3 bucks <laughs> so so I I'm going to pull it out here there we go so you can see it. And it's got that wonderful sound that like it needs uh some WD forty. <laughs> sure do. But I bought the it's and it's missing the the top here to the engine, but that's fine. So I bought the triple T tank and I got the, the mail away figure. I got an airtight, which was one I had as a kid, and then I recently bought uh back, sort of. I had a Havoc as a kid, and I sold it to eBay for my mask collection. And I bought a Havoc, but it didn't have a cross-country, so I picked up a cross-country to go with my Havoc. What do you got there we're looking at? Well, everything's oh, already... Oh, this is been... all of our stuff, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, I put everything away, or the boys have already torn up everything that I gave them. What we're... was your favorite thing that you got this year? I don't really know where I could start with what my favorite thing is. It's, it would honestly be a toss-up between the two. I okay. found unopened mask puzzle. Oh, yes. Jigsaw puzzle. Jigsaw puzzle. I don't know how it's not opened. And right away, my when I brought it home, can we open this? Can we open this? I'm like, <laughs> I made it disappear. Now, you have one that was open that you bought a couple years ago, right? Oh, it's the same puzzle. I, did, I just now noticed that. Is yeah. it really the same one? You're kidding me. Let me turn this off. I thought it was a different one. I thought it was the one so where, did I. <laughs> where Matt Tracker is. Uh, there yeah, it is. There it is. This is the opened one, so the boys can have fun with this all day long. There you go. Uh, yeah, that was great. You never see those jigsaw puzzles unopened. And I kind of stay away from them because half the time when you ask the, the people selling it, Hey, does it have all the pieces? Oh, not sure. Well, yeah. it's taped up. Well, you're just gonna have to take a chance. That's it. <laughs> and I don't want to take a chance. <laughs> but I've been like I said, too the, the toss-up was between it and the Voltron game that we found. Oh, yeah. I found this one for five bucks, and 
that this look- was the deal of the whole freaking con because there's and there's vendors there that are there you can tell to make money oh, yeah. and they they know what their stuff is worth or they know at least how much they want to sell it for and they give you this really high starting price and then you got to negotiate down from there this guy that had these board games in there he just wanted the stuff gone man yep. because there was a stack uh about i don't know three feet high oh, yeah. of vintage board games and we quickly went through there you found the voltron game i bought two gi joe board games the adventure board game and then the one that i had to leave behind because it was so (laughs) freaking big i can't remember what the other one is called i brought the adventure board game home it's like command yeah it's commando or something anyway all three of those were five dollars each Yep. And the only thing missing from that huge one was one of the little stands for the the characters to for you to prop them up on. Right. And I think this other one that I have was pretty much complete. It was just a little bit dirty, and I had to <laughs> wipe it down because I got it out and wanted to see if we got everything in there. But just right. quickly lifting up the lids, it looked like everything was there. Did, did you verify everything was in the Voltron game? Mine looks like everything's there. Uh can't tell about the little little coin or whatever paper mm-hmm. tabs that were supposed to be in there. But what was unique about the Voltron, it was opened, but I don't think it was only played with once or twice because the the little stands were still connected to each other. They're, you know, you're supposed to break them apart. Oh, yeah, There's like yeah, four yeah, or yeah. five melted together, but you snap them or whatever. And the still. majority, I think, maybe except for one or two, were actually still connected or one was like hanging by a thread but That's still crazy. i mean it was still relatively i would call it like new condition yeah in that re- in that respect yeah that guy um he was also trying to sell me some stencil sets for gi joe that were a little bit water damaged and rough but there's my gi joe board game for everybody to see oh my gosh I was so excited to find that. I never had them as a kid. I I can't remember. It just seemed to have come up recently in a podcast or something with those board games. And to find those for $5 each, it was like an immediate buy. Because I know they would have been snatched up if I would have waited. There you go. Yeah, set yeah, them up here's at what the we, hotel. This is us opening it up at the room. So it's the commando attack game that he left behind. He left it behind at my place. He didn't leave it behind at the convention. Just making that sure that's clear. <laughs> one, one day, yeah, one day we'll trade out. Uh, I'll get that back, and I'll give you the hotels back finally. Oh, he's only had it for 24 years, but who's counting? <laughs> I haven't had it that long. But um, nonetheless, you know, <laughs> these two are, that's what his games were. All right, what else you got? What else do you want to talk about? Uh, I've been on an ALF kick for several years, and I've wanted to get some kind of ALF. Uh, I, I've been almost itching to get the big dude that the guy, that's not for sale of all this but i i ended up finding you can't really see it very well here but they're the the little puffy stickers mm-hmm. still new in package they actually had several of these for sale i just picked up two gave one to jason so he can add it to his trapper yeah, keeper let me collection. see if i can find that for you here real quick <laughs> which by the way i have one of your trapper keeper folders oh yeah i left that behind huh 
The blue one. Okay. Merry Christmas. There's the ALF stickers. This was definitely a sticker con. And I was, yes. I had set out to get some new stickers to put on my wonderful Trapper Keeper that uh, I've been (laughs) talking about over on the, the Retro Network podcast. But, oh my God, I went crazy with stickers this year i'll I'll just go through them real quick because well i have them up here on my screen share but yeah you he he has the jedi and the whole the whole slew yeah so i got a set of alf batman returns with the penguin knight rider got two of those actually i got the hershey's puffy stickers with all the different hershey's candy bars (gasps) whatchamacallit i missed that i love whatchamacallit uh some uh, superheroes, Batman, Superman, Robin, Puffy stickers. Some, I don't, I don't know if they're knockoffs, but <laughs> I guess they could be. E.T. Yeah. They look a little funky. Uh, got a couple packs of those. Got a sheet of Garfield stickers, which are great. Okay, and then these ones were really cool. I want to say these might have came in a cereal box or something. These ones definitely, because it's the Cookie Cop and the Cookie Crook. Yeah, oh yeah. And I got two of those. I got a battle armor Skeletor. I think that was in a cereal box. Puffy sticker. Got a sheet of Mr. T and the gymnastics team there. Heathcliff. And then, oh, well, let me get these other ones here and I'll get you my favorites. Return of the Jedi. I got two different styles. I got the ships there, and then I've got a bunch of the characters on this one. And then Roger Rabbit. There's actually three sheets of the same. They're, they're uh, stills from the movie. Mm-hmm. My, fa- I've been looking. I, I've seen these out, and I really didn't want to pull the trigger, but now I'm in the sticker mood. I finally pulled the trigger. On some laser blazers. Oh, yes. The 3D holographic stickers. These are the A-Team. Two with Mr. T, one with Hannibal in the van, and then one that has uh, the A-Team wants you with a helicopter. But I don't know how well those are showing up uh, on camera. But Well, I see the reflection of the monitor pretty well. The people who know stickers know the eighties. They'll they know what laser blazers oh, are, yeah. and those are highly sought after. And got a sheet of those to stick on my trapper keeper. So that was that's my sticker collection for the time. I found something other really unique. That I got to show you. I found a Rambo pencil top eraser. Oh yes. <laughs> now the funny thing is, I didn't realize until. After I bought it, but there was four different styles. You got two of Rambo, you got one of General Warhawk, and one of some black dragon ninja, I guess was a, a figure. But you can see when the in the picture here, the pencil actually goes through his backpack. So you gotta stick his backpack on here, and then he's got his little <laughs> like M sixteen and his knife and in his other hand. Yeah, stick on his backpack, and then you stick that into the top of the pencil, and then this humongous <laughs> figure. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's bigger than a GI Joe. It's about the same size. 
for reference there. You can see. It's close. So it's like a three and three. It's like a G.I. Joe to stick on the top of your pencil. Oh, it's yeah. crazy. It's ridiculous. It's as ridiculous as Rambo, you know, watching <laughs> the movie. So I guess it's fitting. But, oh, my gosh, in the package, that was great. What else did you get? Got a lot of stuff for my my boys. They've been introduced to Star Wars, so I thought I'd bring them home a few things. So Oh, yeah, you got some ships. Got a couple little fighter uh, yeah, fighters. Th- this one actually had two different types of uh, R2 units, but I wanted to make sure they matched so I didn't have any fights. <laughs> Got a couple figurines, another R2-D2 that they could actually play with. There's some Lego versions, mm-hmm. uh, Darth Vader. I did have the kid wherever he fell. I think I had him in here and he fell. Uh, <laughs> uh, Anakin, that's his name. Yeah, Anakin, uh, the yellow ship, I believe, was his starfighter. From episode oh, no, one, right here. Yeah, we stuck Chewie in there, and, and then, then uh, uh, X-wing. Was got great an Astro too. Train, which was actually pretty cheap. This one. Oh yeah. Bucks for this guy. You got some. You got some great Transformers. You got the Astro Train. You got the Insecticons too, yeah, right? Three of the uh, Insecticons. My hands show hiding the one over here. Found with, uh, with the accessories too. They're a little yep. like chrome plated guns. Yep. Man. And then. Uh, Got the Sword of Omen. This is a newer newer version when the newer Thundercats came mm-hmm. out. Then got a, a Firefly. I'm not a Firefly. Um, what am I thinking? Oh, vampire. vampire. Vampire bike. Vampire bike from Mask. Yep. More that for my kids steal. than for me, but I'll <laughs> add it to my collection. <laughs> that was a last steal, thing I, whatever that was, two or three bucks. It was, really. It was in the bargain bin, too. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing I bought was a Super Mario 2 NES game over here. I have one and three, didn't have two, so I thought I'd just grab it. There you go. And now I think complete. that rounded it out really for me. Cool. So now it's back That's to you. great stuff, man. I'm jealous of those Insecticons because I had those as a kid, and that was really good. I uh, I had the... It wasn't a, really an Insecticon. I think it was included at some point. Mm-hmm. It was a Scorpion guy. But he was like a had tank wheels or something. I still have him up in my little collection. Cool. Well, as you got the picture up there on screen share, in the back, in the back right, you'll see Batman. And that is actually a bank. It's the plastic bank that was free with the cereal back in 1989. Uh, and you'll see, you can go out to eBay and see some that are still wrapped up with the cereal for sale. I was surprised to see it. I actually found another one too. I don't know how much they wanted for that one, but I was like, for this, I think I bought it for like two bucks. I was like, that was an instant buy. I mean, having that bank from 89, it's just great. Right. Uh, I didn't bring the the puppy Pez there. You see that. It was like a huge Pez dispenser. It says Pez for pets. So I guess maybe they made dog treats at one I'm point. I'm guessing. I don't know. I bought that for my little girl. Uh, there off to the right is, uh, and I've got it here, the Road Ripper from the Masters of the Universe collection. And I picked up a Cyclone figure. That was in one of those, I think, $3 bins. And I was like, okay, I'll pick him up. It had the sticker. He still twirled around pretty good. And I, I don't know. I always liked him. So... I bought those two things. I think the Road Ripper was like four or five bucks. Not bad at all. 
It, it works pretty decent. Gosh, where else to start? Okay, this, I still have not verified this, but I'm pretty sure it's it. So Sunday, every, everything goes down a little bit in price on Sunday, and you'll see some deals. There was a table there that had uh, everything for a dollar. And then on Sunday, you could get, what was it, five things for $3. So it was like less than a dollar. So I'm like digging through this table. I found this black motorcycle. I'm pretty sure this is the Street Hawk like pull cord bike. Or no, it wasn't pull cord. It was a rev. It just doesn't rev anymore. But this, and it's it's pretty banged up. It You know, it's it was worthy of the dollar table. <laughs> But they only made, I believe this is the only thing that they really actually released for Street Hawk to begin with. So just to have that and and put it in my collection, I thought was definitely worth the 67 cents or whatever that I paid for it. There, you can see it on your screen share there. Yeah, I'm trying to see if it if it's it. Yeah. Well, it's 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 definitely got the outlines of his suit. It's missing some of the decals. Uh, I do. There is the red decal right there towards the tail of the bike, so that's got to be it. And if you look on the copyright on the on the actual thing, it says 1984 Universal Studios. So it's it's got to be the Street Hawk bike. Oh my gosh, I was so happy to find that thing. I, I couldn't believe it. And then <laughs> another thing that was a total memory jogger for me was I love GoBots. I'm a huge GoBots apologist in the this world of G1 Transformers. <laughs> but as a kid, I had these, they're like bubble pipes for GoBots. And you would get them, you dip them, you, you kind of transform them backwards, and you dip the little three pipes in the front in bubbles, and then you've got a, a section in the back to blow and make the bubbles. I remember having one as a kid, and I actually found some there in the package with the bubbles. I, I can't believe what they wanted. It was like 20 bucks or something. I was like, I love this thing because I, I remember having it as a kid, but I'm not paying 20 bucks for it because I want to get it out of the package anyway. So at the dollar table, I found two. <laughs> or no, it was in it was in a dollar uh, it was in a dollar bin. I, I, I dug through probably five or six bins on Sunday. And I found two of them. I was like, oh, sweet. So I saved a little money there. Uh, I'm going to have to keep going because you're go quickly here because I still got a lot left. <laughs> found a GoBots like mini comic. It might have came with one of the vehicles or something. Escape to planet Earth. It was a free book, it says on it. So I'm assuming it came with one of those. Picked up a James Bond comic, Octopussy. And I found this at the dollar table. It's the Batman party game from the Batman Returns era. It's got some stickers in there, and you hang up this poster of Batman, and you try to stick the logo on his chest in the right spot. <laughs> I thought that was fun. Uh, I'm a big collector of the 45 record storybooks. And I've picked up uh, several lately, locally. And I was looking there. I found uh, one still in the wrap. I don't think it's ever been opened. Of Return of the Jedi. And then the next booth I went to. I think I paid like six or seven bucks for that. 
The next booth I went to, he had a whole slew of them, and I found that same exact one and Empire. I think I paid $2 each for those. <laughs> so that was one of those things where, dang, I should have waited one more table right. before buying that. Um, I, I had a whole bag of the uh, Care Bears figures. I think those might have been Happy Meal toys. Some were in the, that, like a little airplane, but some of them were just regular figures, too. I'm not sure if those came from McDonald's or not. Um, I found a Riddler from the Batman animated series that was a Happy Meal toy still in the bag. I found Batman beverage napkins. Uh, I bought, see, one, two, three, four GoBots, five GoBots. Those were in that same dollar bin that you bought the, uh, or in that discount bin that you bought that vampire in most of those are complete some missing a couple little things here and there i found a masked decoder ring from uh it was a cereal box prize actually it's more of a uh like 3d holographic ring that they put in cereal boxes a little inspector gadget figure i found three snorks figures an american gladiators figure i found the Two of the uh, DeLoreans that were Happy Meal toys, Garfield pencil sharpener. I've got a wax pack of GI Joe cards. I think that's about it. But I went. I definitely went small this year, and I just had enough room in my luggage to <laughs> get everything in there. And I, I did. I actually bought some uh, Hot Wheels too for my son. And my middle son, I bought a Game Boy Advance game, the uh, Star Wars Flight of the Falcon game. He loves it, by the way. So that was that was perfect there. But yeah, that was that's about our haul there. You can see there in the pictures, and uh, some of that went up on Twitter as well. But it was fun. Uh, there were some weird moments too. I don't know if you had any of these while you were there, Wyatt. But so we're strolling along, and there's this booth. Filled with like black market Blu-rays. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're just somebody who had taken the time to copy everything onto Blu-ray, like old uh, cartoon shows. I mean, everything from Mask to whatever you can think of that was in the '80s, '70s was there on Blu-ray, and I was just kind of you know marveling at that and the the nerve of some people to do. <laughs> do something like that but so we're walking past i can't remember what was showing what cartoon was showing but there's just a uh, storm shadow he's just hanging there watching cartoons <laughs> that's it i thought that was the funniest thing he's just watching cartoons in the full storm shadow you know cosplay it was great did you have any moments like that that you're like tripping out a little bit <laughs> I think it's every year we see the same guy, the tape guy that walks around with the, a black oh, yeah. piece of duct tape. you ever figure out what that's supposed to be from? That's a, it, there is a show. I've seen it, but I don't, I don't remember what it is. I'd have to look it up. But there was a place. I, I've seen it like in passing. It was part of a, like America's Got Talent or some, uh-huh. some other, one of those shows. But it I'll was to look it weird because he always does it. And he has that look like he's gonna he stares at you like yeah you. he's like looking at you like you know 
wide open eyes and he's got this black tape across his mouth and you're wondering, dude, stop looking at me. You're weird. Yeah, really. <laughs> but hey, you know, it, if that's what he wants to dress up as and walk around, more power to him. You know, it's the one day of the year, two days of the year that uh, he's not going to get uh, even more weirder looks from like the police or somebody at a <laughs> grocery store or whatever. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, you know, there was a lot. We can't, we can, we sit there every year, most every year we've done this. And we still continue to be just in amazement of what, what is there. Mm-hmm. Like this year, last year, Jason was on a hunt, a, a slight hunt to find the, the, uh, the GoBot suits that yes. turn into like a Voltron, Voltron style machine. This year, he's, dead set of finding them of course they're not there um it was it was unbelievable and last year they were everywhere and oh, there yeah. were some new in the box and i had i bought the jet that goes with them uh in the box and i was like okay well i need to find some power suits and i found a few loose ones and i didn't realize they were all the same one and you need <laughs> you need the other you know three to complete the suit mm-hmm. so i was like surely there's going to be some people that has some of those out that nothing Nothing this year. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Two days I looked and couldn't find the first one. So it was, uh, that was disappointing, but I, I still can't complain because it's, no. it's just the Pandora's box of retro toys. I mean, it, pretty much everything except for GoBot's power suits was there. <laughs> That's it. It was, it's always amazing what, what they have there. You get, uh, you get some people that have, um, just fascinating things or, or they also know, like Jason said, they, they know what it's worth, so they're not going to bargain with you, but just the, the sheer magnitude of people and the fans that just come and see what it's about, walk through everything. Uh, you see either actors or the voice actors, you see the, I'll call them the mega fans of groups like the G.I. Joe, the Ghostbusters, the Star mm-hmm. Wars. We didn't see V this year, which has been there ever since we've been there. I saw one guy, but yeah, they Did didn't you? have their own, I don't think they had their own table this oh. year. But um, nonetheless, I mean, it's just yeah. a, a, an awesome thing. Tony and his wife just, and the, and the team that supports them to put this all together. I don't know how he does it. I don't know if he starts like he takes one week off and then just starts planning after that for the following year. Or if it's one of these where, Oh geez, we got two months to go. Um, I I don't know how it does it, but he does it beautifully hats off to him for what he does. And, and just allowing us to kind of just ride the wave. If you want to call it that to, to enjoy this and be a part of this, this just fabulous event. Yeah. And it's fun too when you've got those people that you don't see but once a year that also come there, like Bill that we talked with, and we got to meet uh, John Tregonis, who's one of our followers, been a longtime follower for over there at Agents of Mask, and it was fun to see him. He's a great guy. Meet mm-hmm. him, and we talked with uh, Will West for a little bit, and uh, realized he's just down the road from you there in in Maryland, and yep. and. That led to a little excursion after RetroCon this year, which was fun. He was telling us about this store that had just opened, I guess, not too long ago. 
that has all kinds of retro toys and collectibles in there. So what we did was when we left the show on uh, Sunday, we set the the GPS to take us to that store mm-hmm. and check it out. And that was uh, a pretty neat experience in there. I mean, it was it was weird. If we had stopped there on the way up, we would have definitely had a different experience, I think, than on the way back from RetroCon. Because it was just wall-to-wall toys and in-the-box and rare stuff. And you could spend a lot of money in there, let me tell you. But coming back from RetroCon and being used to all those kind of discounted prices on Sunday and just the sheer volume that is RetroCon... It was a little underwhelming when we got in there, and we were still there's still some like very wow pieces. Uh, I'm trying to remember the name of the place. Can't remember off the top of my head, but um, oh, they had tons and tons of glass cases mm-hmm. and just uh, everything from board games to dolls to figures, comics. It was it's, it was a, a very cool experience. Uh, going in there and just window shopping essentially because we had <laughs> at least I had blown my budget at that point so it was <laughs> it was almost meaningless going in there because I knew I wasn't going to be able to buy anything and then just seeing some of the prices in there too I was like oh my gosh I'd love to have that but I'd love to also be able to come home to my wife <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> and make my next house payment so <laughs> that's it it was fun. We it was just a great weekend, man. And it was a fabulous weekend. I just popped up here. I don't know if it's on screen share, but back in twenty seventeen, first yeah. went to Cybertronic Spree. We got to meet the the gang there, uh-huh. uh, the the band members rather, and you know we were there for the A team. Obviously, you got Hannibal <laughs> Jason over there and Murdoch Wyatt over here with Saki and if you, I can't. I don't think you can tell, but I have uh, a lobster claw from. Thermidor, that episode. <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, we keep saying we can't say enough. That's exactly it. We can't say enough yeah. about RetroCon going there with the, the awesome events. When they bring Cybertronic Spree, it's just even a, a bigger yeah. event. So if you it's, get the chance, really start planning weekend. now to go to RetroCon 2020 because it's, it's, it'll be worth your, it'll be worth the trip. Yeah. And I've been kind of in partnership with them for several years now covering this. And obviously this podcast is part of our coverage. But um, if you will go over to rediscoverthe80s.com on a regular basis, you'll see me posting stuff. And in the sidebar of the website, I've got a tab there for Comic-Con stuff. And that's just everything that I've covered from RetroCon to some of the local cons here in Alabama. But um, that's where you can find all of the updates on who's coming to RetroCon and, and the dates to remember when those are finally released. And, you know, like this year they added Hacksaw kind of at the last minute. It was within the last week that he mm-hmm. was added. So I've been trying to post those updates as well. And, and even if you follow uh, RDAs on Twitter or Rediscover the 80s on Facebook, you'll see those updates throughout the year and get you kind of pumped for coming to the show but the, the celebrities are nice and like i was saying earlier th- this year didn't really connect uh with me i remember hacksaw that he was a really fun character back when i watched wrestling but i haven't watched wrestling in forever 
that he would have been probably the, the one I'd want to meet the most this year. But beyond the celebrities, which are really nice, is just the pure nostalgia of the toys that they have available there and mm-hmm. all the collectibles. And it's just there's no place in the world that I've found that, that gathers so many good things together in one place each year. So you can find little things here and there at your local antique mall and thrift stores and, and so forth. And I'm sure at the, the bigger cons, you're going to find some stuff, mainly newer toys that are based on retro stuff, not the vintage. But uh, it's just such a great con and can't say enough about it. Like you said, it's it's always a, a great time. And if you can plan to come, it's worth the flight. Let me tell you, it's worth the flight to come. If you're within driving distance, even better. Exactly. But it's uh, it's a really great time. And, man, it was fun this year. Flew by. It really flew by those two days. Gosh. Like I said, I have a hangover. I want to <laughs> go back. I, I want to go back and see if all that stuff is still inside. And just go through the tables one more time. Looking for my GoBots power suits. <laughs> but, uh. It was fun, man. It was fun again this year, and thanks for hosting me. <laughs> yeah, no problem. And thanks for you, the viewer, watching this and, and being entertained because, like I said, this is just a fabulous event. Again, we we encourage you to go to RetroCon with an S dot com. Uh, I'm sure Tony will be putting up RetroCon 2020 within the next month. He's usually pretty yeah, pretty. It's usually pretty ahead. quick, right after. Yeah. He usually is so. Uh, be anticipating that if you'll follow any of the social media he'll be popping up there as well again awesome event and want to thank you for joining us on our uh, rediscover the 80s and our our wrap up of retrocon 2019 bye gotta get back